This is Farfetch Threads, our people podcast, where you can hear the real stories about life as a farfetcher. Hello, and welcome to Farfetch Threads, our people podcast. I'm Susanna Clark, Executive VP of Communications at Farfetch, and joining me today we have Kelly Kowal, our Chief Platform Officer, and Karem Atasoy, our VP of Commercial of Farfetch Platform Solutions. Welcome, Kelly and Karem. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Susanna. It's great to be here. It's always a pleasure with you two. Um, fantastic. I wanted to actually ask you guys um, a little bit about your personal joint uh, journeys on, on the path to Farfetch before we get into the big topic of FPS. So, Karem, would you mind telling me a little bit about yourself and how you landed at Farfetch and what your career has been like so far? Of course, Susanna. So uh, I'm Karem Atasoy and I'm the, the VP of Commercial for Farfetch Platform Solutions. And um, my journey, I've been in the business for, for five years and my journey actually started 10 years ago um, with Farfetch. So um, I was working at Google, managing uh, our, our commercial business with luxury partners um, and actually met Kelly when she was the uh, director for performance marketing at Farfetch. So. Um, in the really early days of Farfetch and was super impressed by Kelly and her vision and everything that she was building. Um, and I guess five years ago, um, kept in, in very close touch with Kelly and uh, yeah, built a really strong relationship. But five years ago, um, Kelly was looking for a commercial director um, and, and, and came in and for the past five years, have been partnering super close with, with Kelly to really build our enterprise platform and, and, and really lead our, our commercial strategy and commercial relationships. Kelly, I know Farfetch obviously just had its 14th anniversary um, and you were here pretty much from those very early days, am I right? You are right. So um, I joined in November of 2010. Um, so when I joined, there were about 10 of us in a room in London and probably about 30 people in Portugal doing dev, customer service, account management. Um, and it's been absolutely an incredible journey to watch the company grow from where it was then to where it is today. Um, my remit uh, when I first joined was um, to really come in and drive the customer acquisition, retention, um, and user experience for farfetch.com. Um, at the time when I joined, even though despite it was digital only, we didn't actually have a digital focus within within marketing. So that's really, I joined to sort of head that up and, and, and create that space. Um, and then took on a very sort of international focused role where my role was really to look at how do we expand Farfetch and how do we do it in an efficient way? So at the beginning, we are a very monolithic platform. Um, and in order for us to actually embark on our own global journey, we needed to change to a multi-tenanted um, platform, which meant we could roll out local language sites in a much easier way. We didn't have to have standalone sites. We had a whole localization strategy. Um, and that took us about a year to re-architect. And then after that, quickly able to um, sort of be where we are today in our, in our, in our, um, our localization strategy which then led to effectively being able to launch FPS. Because if we wouldn't have gone on that journey, we basically wouldn't have the platform we do today. And it was really important that actually, in order to embark on FPS, we had this the, the right architecture for our platform. Amazing. And I think that's a really good place to start. Obviously, so much has changed in 14 years, and in the 10 years, I think, or 11 years you've been here, if, I, if my calculations are right. 
so much has changed in the luxury industry and actually also really in the world. Um, none more so, I would say, than the last sort of two and a half, three years. I'd love to understand from you both a little bit about what we're seeing out in the market um, right now that has shifted or heavily accelerated really since pre-pandemic and, and the years before. Um, and what, what do brands need? What do customers need? What are you hearing out there that means that FPS actually makes um, a lot of sense uh, to brands right now? Yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of um, exciting stuff happening in the industry. I think during COVID and, and the pandemic, we definitely saw this um, secular shift to online and um, online um, online shopping and um, consumers really um, taking advantage of the the convenience and the ease of being able to connect with brands in in, in the digital world. Um, but I think what we've really seen coming out of the the pandemic is 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 that consumers really really do want to connect with brands and boutiques in in the physical environment as well. And I think if you um, go and, and, and look at Harrods or, or New Bond Street, we can really see this this period of, of, of hyper demand for, um, you know, consumers really wanting to re-engage with, um, you know, re-engage with retail in the physical environment and, re, you know, re-engage re with, with sales associates and the, the magic of product. I think I think the really exciting thing for, you know, the brands and boutiques and the retailers that we work with is that the Farfetch platform was built from the, you know, was founded within physical retail. and. Um, I think the really exciting thing about our platform is we really work with our clients to think through how um, I guess we can take you know advantage of all of that on online demand that's built, but also connect those online experiences to the physical um, shopping journeys as well. So making it really seamless for our clients to um, you know shop with um, shop with our brands, boutiques, and retailers wherever they'd like to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we really saw over the past sort of two to three years is that. There aren't necessarily new trends, but the trends from the consumer behavior have really accelerated, right? And just as 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 Karim mentioned, you know, people want to shop digitally, but they also want to shop physically, and that trend has really accelerated as well. And so the need for that omni-channel and, and really connecting that customer experience has always been there, but now it's even greater as well. And I think one of the ways that we're really looking at, at, at combating this is through our connected retail. Um, uh, module, which you know allows you to shop online and um, offline, and allows you to shop even digitally. So wherever a boutique or a retailer is selling its inventory, we effectively want to basically allow the customer to connect with that inventory. And I think that the, the second piece that we're really seeing too is around the industry itself moving from a wholesale model online into a concession model. So a lot of retailers have concessions or their concession-based model, but they can't necessarily offer that online. And what we're doing is we're taking the 600 plus brand integrations that we already have and allowing you know, multi-brand retailers to use those so that we can effectively then power an e-concession um, on these retailers. And it's really a win-win for, for everyone. So it's a win-win for the customer because effectively they will have more inventory that they can, they can shop from in multiple locations. And it's really a win-win for the brands because they can then control their pricing, they control their merchandising strategy. So they have full control of, of, of their entire brand. And then it's a win-win for the retailer because they don't have to take the risk of you know, a big inventory buy. So that's something that we're really excited about and, and being able to really be at the forefront and, and help this, this industry trend is something we're excited about. 
Very helpful. You know, obviously we speak very much to luxury brand partners in the luxury industry. There's a lot of um, technology providers out there who can build platforms and do all that sort of stuff. What do you find is really important about having luxury knowledge experience for this particular industry? What are the things that actually set luxury brands apart and therefore require quite a different approach? Yeah, I mean, I think our motto is effectively our platform is built for luxury by luxury. So we effectively have built a platform for ourselves and have then now been able to take it out to power other brands and retailers. So we are rooted in luxury and we know how important that is. Um, I think luxury, the experience is, is very different in terms of a more sort of mainstream experience. It's an elevated experience. It's also a very demanding customer. And I think you have to peel back by like, why? And what, is it, what does luxury mean to you? And for me, it means it's service, it's about time, it's about efficiency, which I think a lot of people may not think of when they think of luxury experience, but that means everything we build has to address those pain points. So everything from how well the site works, so i.e. incredible user journeys and, and product discovery, to how quick you can get the product, i.e. incredible logistics, um, and to access all the inventory in, in, in a way that you want to be able to access it. So, um, you know, again, i.e. the you know, ability to see inventory anywhere the retailer has inventory, whether that's stores, warehouses, even third parties. And so our platform really addresses all of those. Um, and really, I think to sweeten it, we really put in that omni-channel ability so that you can shop online or, or, or offline, which I think really speaks to the luxury customer because you're basically trying to accommodate them in any way that they want to be able to shop. That makes total sense. Is there a project or a partner that we've worked with that you think exemplifies that best? Is there someone, you know, maybe Creme or Kelly that you want to talk yeah. to um, that kind of showed that skill and that really un that understanding the best? Yeah, I, th I think one of the projects I've, I've been most excited to work on in, in my time at Farfetch is, is our partnership with Harrods. And I think um, it was a really a real privilege to be able to work with um, such an iconic um, department store, arguably the world's most famous department store. And I think, you know, Michael's vision for our, our partnership was that, you know, actually Harrods um, is, is the most, um, one of the most exciting luxury retailers on the planet and what they've, you know, what they've built and what that physical retail destination um, in, embodies for their, for their clients is hugely exciting. And I think, you know, what Farfetch brought to um, the, the equation is, um, you know, that understanding of the luxury consumer, but really um, enabling um, Harrods to kind of replicate that amazing, phenomenal physical shopping experience in the digital um, environment. So I think for me, it's been a really, a really, really powerful partnership because, you know, Harrods is the real um, best in class in terms of like providing those amazing physical shopping experiences. They have the best product and the best client experiences and from a digital point of view Farfetch has been really able to um, you know match those um, experiences and build those out outstanding experiences in the, in the digital world. I mean absolutely I think um, Harrods is known by anyone who is a shopping aficionado as going out of their way to provide exceptional customer service and have been known to do so for now decades. I think the other one that is really exciting for me is is Tom Brown. Um, Tom Brown has a very specific type of customer, a very specific type of 
um, physical store. And when we first partnered with them, the idea was really about bringing our connected retail to the forefront for them because they have such a small space in terms of their physical retail, but quite a big sort of footfall. The idea was really that they were going to use like our in-store app, which allows them to connect inventory that's not in the store so that they can then still service the customer. So because of the store size, they don't carry all of the breadth and all of the depth. And so for us, really understanding what their use case was and actually being able to take the the, 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 the technology that we had and really adapt it to what they need was, was in, you know, in, incredible for us. And I think the other part of, of Tom Brown too was um, they were predominantly shipping only in the US when they first became a client. And by using our global logistics, we were actually able to really grow their international footprint. And they've seen double and triple digit growth in, in some of the, the Asian markets that they're very big in. And so I look at the journey of our partnership with Tom Brown and I'm incredibly proud of what they've actually built. They have a super strong strategy and then coupled with what we can build for them in technology has proven to be really fruitful for, for both sides. So they are a client from an end-to-end -end perspective on the platform. They then use our digital marketing capabilities. They use our global logistics. They use connected retail. Um, and they even use our warehousing services. And so watching them sort of take up various modules has, has been, um, you know, really exciting to watch them expand, but also really sort of, um, I think, a proud moment for us that as they're expanding and, and as they're growing their, their strategy, we're able to actually be that partner for them to meet what they're doing and to be able to deliver solutions for them. And actually, also just from a customer point of view, I remember just after we'd launched with Tom Brown, I was in Miami with my husband. We went to the Tom Brown store there in downtown Miami, and they did not have the particular top he wanted, but using the sales assistant app, they had it sent to our house in London before we even got home. And I remember thinking, well done, FPS team. That is a really, really good customer experience. We love to hear examples like that. Like it's, it's really, it's really exciting for us because I think the way that we really work with our partners is genuinely that we view them as partnerships. And so when they're successful, we're successful and we feel a huge sense of pride because we've actually delivered on something to give them a really great customer experience. And that's what we want. That's what we want our partners to be known for. And I think that goes back to the question about, you know, why is luxury important? It's those type of experiences right there that define a luxury experience. 100% that you know, you're not sending your customers to have to go and search for themselves. They can, you can deliver it right to their door from their holiday, which is pretty amazing. Um, so what I'd also like to understand a little bit more is, is there a right time in a brand's uh, journey as a company or size or, um, you know, I guess, moment in time that they're, they're embracing that they should be thinking about FPS or is it really something that uh, you guys could partner with a, with a customer, a client, sorry, a brand client of any size? Yeah, for us, I think it's more around mindset. It's the ambition that a, a customer has. Um, you could be really small or you could be really big, but if, if you're not looking for a partner to help grow either in international or grow in you know, product or, or grow in, in various areas, we probably aren't the right partner. So if you're quite happy with your e-commerce and you know it's just sort of table stakes, that's not maybe necessarily the partner that we're gonna do the best for because effectively 
our whole model is around being that strategic partner and 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 really looking at you know what is your strategy how do we map that and so if if a brand or a retailer is small but has you know a, a lot of ambition on where they want to go and, and and a lot of sort of strategic vision that's a perfect partner for us because then we can actually come in and really build something tailored and suited to what they're trying to do that makes total sense and i think um speaking about sort of uh vision and strategy Obviously, FPS launched under a different name uh, back in 2016, and I'm keen to understand what's changed since that time, and and how has this team evolved, and the offer evolved. Yeah, I mean, I can kick it off, and then I can I can let Karam go more, just because when we set up the strategy, we we knew we had lofty ambitions. We just knew it was going to be a phased approach to get there. So when we first launched, we really launched only with an end-to-end platform offering. So that meant we had to do everything for the brands and and the retailers. But we knew if we wanted to partner with different types of brands and retailers in their e-commerce journey, that we would have to have a more modular approach, so that we could complement or you know we could really provide additional value to the services that they already offer their customers today. So as we started to to grow, you know, our wider ambition, we started with this just this end-to-end um, e-commerce solution. We then went into modularity, and the modularity was a more around, I would say, services. So we started to offer digital marketing services, customer service, uh, localization, consultancy services. So anything that can really augment that end-to-end platform. But then we took it one step further and the, the areas that we're really focusing on now are around other products that can help. So for instance, we'll be taking um, our e-concessions by FPS to market, um, and that really allows other retailers to use just our e-concession product without having to do a re-platform. And then the other one that we're really focused on is logistics by FPS. And that really allows um, you know, people to be able to have a global presence in terms of logistics by by partnering with us. And really the, the thought process is there is that everybody is in very much different spaces in their e-commerce journey. And what we want to be able to do is provide solutions and services to every single brand and retail out there, despite where they are on their, their overall journey. So we'll, where we're really focusing on, I would say, is still focusing on you know the the full replatforms but also diversifying our our product offering while making our ancillary services like digital marketing and, and customer service um you know much much stronger and much more prevalent in in our offering yeah and i think i think one of the things that's really exciting for me in terms of the the journey to kind of modularity is 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 just the the, the range of different clients that that we can speak to and the needs that we can address because i think um as Kelly was talking through, we started out in a position where we were offering, um, you know, an end-to-end solution, and, and and that was relevant for a specific type of client. Um, I think the great thing about the platform being more more modular is that we can speak to, you know, speak to a, a range of different clients. And some clients might not want to do a re-platform, but e-concessions might be really important or um, global logistics. And and then likewise, for example, with the Harrods product project, working with. Um, you know, enterprise partners like Harrods, um, they're really famous for 
um, you know, their, their world-class customer service. And that was something really important from a philosophical point of view that they wanted to keep internally. And I think we've been able to build up the, the tools and the modularity so that our clients can make those choices. And we can really, um, I think, build up solutions which are very relevant to the DNA of our clients and the business challenges that, that they're looking to solve. Fantastic. And I imagine actually that comes down a lot to the talent as well that you have in your team um, and that talent really understanding the luxury industry. Because obviously some of the people listening to this this podcast um, are definitely interested in joining Farfetch, interested in joining your team. So I'd love to ask a little question around how important is luxury knowledge or even tech world knowledge to being able to service um, our, our brand partners' needs and actually understand what modules might work in the future, how you diagnose what a customer, a client might need, et cetera. Yeah, I, th I, th I think, you know, luxury knowledge is, is hugely important. I think, as, as Kelly was saying, um, we, we we really think through, I, th I think whenever we go out to um, speak to a client, it might be in, in, in the e-commerce space or in, in, in connected retail. But I think the thing that we start with is what's the desired client experience. So even before we're thinking about what the solution is, we're thinking about who, who is the customer, what are, what are their needs and what the um, what, what's the journey and the solution that we're going to build to kind of meet those needs. So I think overall, um, you know, luxury experience and understanding the needs of that luxury consumer and how we can tailor our solutions is, is really, really important. And again, I think I think one of the really important things about our our platform and our business versus you know other choices that that clients have in in the market is we're not just a we're not just a tech platform, but there's also a huge amount of expertise that we've built um, within Farfetch. We've built the number one destination for um, you know in price full price uh, fashion in in the market, and I think there's a huge amount of expertise that we've bought you know that we've built as a as a retailer as um, as, as a global retailer that our clients um, benefit from. So I think that's really what makes our platform stand out. It's not just the technology and, and the operations that we, we deliver, but the real inherent understanding of how to build a, a global luxury business. One of the things I love about our team as well is that we have lots of different types of, of backgrounds on our team. So we have you know people with lots of luxury experience. We have people with the, the tech experience. We have people with actual like real supply chain logistics from huge supermarkets. And, and and I think being able to actually have people with different types of skill set and, and, and backgrounds actually really helps us to think through our product offering even more. So I think, yes, it's super important to have the luxury background, but at the same point, we have lots of different types of, of backgrounds on our, on our team as well um, to help us really drive the, the full holistic approach to, to dealing with clients. Amazing. Well, it sounds obviously that FPS has come a long way um, in the time that um, this team has been going as part of Farfetch's group overall offering. Um, clearly, the team are firing on all cylinders. Clearly, we have quite a lot of interesting work in the pipeline, and it sounds like more and more brands are reaching out to us, whether in a modular fashion for their needs or actually for full replatforming. Um, it's very clear to me what might be exciting in the future. But to wrap up, I'd really love to hear from both of you about what you're very excited about for the future and what you're looking forward to for 2023 and beyond. I think for me, what's there's probably two things that I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, one is taking some of these new products fully to market. Like we, we've, we've, they're in market, but they're kind of proof of concepts now, but really 
putting you know a full go-to-market strategy behind them um, and this kind of leads me to the second point which is really building the fps brand um, really putting the sort of stake in the ground about who fps is what we can offer and and you know really getting the name out there that we are the platform for luxury and i think the last thing i'm really excited about is scale so really looking to say what we've built today and, and watching that flourish and watching that really grow um, and get real traction in the market next year. So I think for me, it's, it's, it's about building the brand and, and really scaling. Yeah, and I, th I think I'm, I'm super excited about our, our client pipeline. So I think over the next kind of year, 18 months, I think we've got some really um, exciting brands, um, boutiques, retailers, new department stores launching. Um, on the platform, and um, I think I'm really excited about some of our partnerships with with, with Bergdorf and, and Neiman Marcus in in in, in the US. I think um, they've built a, a phenomenal business and a phenomenal customer base, customer base, and I think that really allows us to kind of roll out our, our luxury new retail strategy. Um, and, and then also working with, with brands like um, Ferragamo, who are at a really pivotal moment in, in, in their brand evolution, and, and really thinking through not how the you know just how the, um, the platform can help them with some of their digital challenges, but how um, we can work together in a, in a really 360 partnership to help them completely revolutionise the way that they um, they speak to their customers and the brand strategy that they're they're delivering. Amazing. Well, thank you very much, Kelly and Karem, for coming to talk to us today about Farfetch Platform Solutions, or FPS for short. Um, it has been a delight, as always. And hopefully, to everyone listening, you'll tune in again um, and hear more from Farfetch on Farfetch Threads. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Make sure you never miss an episode of Farfetch Threads by subscribing to our Spotify and Farfetch People YouTube channel. If you're ready to do what's never been done, visit farfetchgroupcareers.com.